Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship, and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. I'm telling you this, though, man. My leg is just, it feels new. Maybe you're ready to do that. Chris Domino, Nick Cellini, Domino back from surgery, as in back surgery. Yesterday, in studio right now, and on July the 13th, maybe he'll go see with you the Doobie Brothers with the Robert Cray Band as their special guest. They are coming to Ameris Bank Amphitheater, and tickets go on sale this Friday, LiveNation.com at 10 a.m., giving away tickets all week long, including right now a pair to call number four to see the Doobies in the summertime. 404-231-1680. I'll take a chance at those tickets. CBS Sunday Morning did a clip on them, did a story on them a couple of months ago. It's real. And by the way, during BTG. I'm sorry, Chris. No, listen. When the doobies come around every two years, it's your time. That's why you hope Mike McDonald, the Baltimore Ravens defensive coordinator, right. doesn't get this job. No, I don't want him here. No. For that reason. Yeah. Not because of his coaching ability. We'll put a moratorium on it after three days, probably. I think I'm going um, If he comes they, on, do I do my Michael no. McDonald yeah, yeah, for Mike McDonald? Do. Yes, of course you do. The first time. From here, I can feel your heartbeat. I don't know if he's going to be allowed to come on. I'm just thinking. That's about true. That. Damn. Uh, BTG is set up for you today to shine as as well. Very much looking forward to that. Chipper Jones, the Hall of Famer, has confirmed he can join us. Today's the anniversary of him going into the Hall of Fame in 2018. He will join us at 120, so looking forward to that. He'll talk a little bit about this year's Hall of Fame vote, the future, a friend of the show. He's working. uh, I don't know if he's doing it himself. I don't know if, like, they're they're doing a TV show. He's fixing up his house. He moved. He's, I heard. Uh, yeah, 11 and a half for the other one. He wanted 15, but he didn't get it because 11 and a half. I hope he can get by with that 11 million. No, no, no. He spent money on it, though. You do know, know that he. Oh, I know. Okay. The point is. Is he coming on to sell us something? Soon? No, I don't know if he's DIYing his own house and basement. Right. Uh, but I've seen a couple of pictures. It certainly looks like it's going to be nice, but they're doing like they're doing it a little bit at a time from what I gather. So I don't know if he's going to be in a good mood, not a good. I don't know if his contractors have been good. I don't know what's happening. Now we're going to find out at 120. The Hall of Famer Chipper Jones will join us. How Tim Tebow, of all people, almost joined the WWE. That story in five minutes. The college football voice of the South is going on campus. Presented by Subaru of Gwinnett on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Or shop online at SubaruofGwinnett.com. The ACC will announce the rest of their football schedule this evening at 5 o'clock. But we got a sneak peek into what's going on at Georgia Tech. They're going to host North Carolina State on a Thursday night. So that tradition will continue. Mm-hmm. November the 21st. Going to be a little bit colder at Bobby Dodd Stadium. But the ACC made that announcement. You'll see it on ESPN. So now we know six of the 12 dates. For Georgia Tech, August the 24th, of course, in Dublin, Ireland, taking on Florida State in that Aerolingus Classic. August the 31st, they take on Georgia State. September the 14th, VMI. Notre Dame at Mercedes-Benz Stadium on October the 19th. As we said, the 21st against NC State and at Georgia on November the 30th for Brent Key and company. Notre Dame back in the ACC sort of just 
same deal, right? It hasn't changed. Man, I, I tell them, no thanks. Go find your own games. But you said if you're an ACC fan tonight at 5 o'clock on the ACC Network, you've got the ACC Huddle, the 2024 football schedule release show. I would have called it a release party. Ah. Not a release show. It does It does bring it up a few notches. It does. It piques your interest a little bit I, more, right? It's not just a show. thousand percent. It's a party. It's an experience. Can I go I one say. more? Extravaganza. Yeah. Better I mean, word than shout. If you're going to go all in, go all in. Jim Harbaugh. Chris Mortensen, like we said earlier, was on with Buck Ballou. Buck, you can listen to him weekdays 10 to 11. Keith Klein sitting in as well this week. And he said that Jim Harbaugh is still very interested, very intrigued in the Falcons' job. And if you want to give this a listen, this is proof. I'm not just saying things around these parts. I checked before I came on air, and I'm telling you, Jim Harbaugh is still very interested in Atlanta, despite the reports that... He's on the verge of San Diego. When you consider that Atlanta, I think, wants a young quarterback in the first round to develop, Harbaugh would make a lot of sense. But it surprised me on Atlanta in terms of his interest in them. And I think it's because he loves J.J. McCarthy. So he wants to bring, so as you said, J.J. McCarthy with him. Is that a part of that conversation? That's what something you've talked you? about for a while. You've been very good Thank at you. speaking these things into existence. The streak continues. Yeah, because, again, connect the dots doesn't work. Play the field. I'm going to explain why he wants this job. I shouldn't say that. I don't know that for a fact. I think this is a better job than San Diego or Los Angeles. I think it's a better job than Los Angeles. I think he have the right amount of control, right amount of control. He knows what it... If whoever he chooses, look, he's not coming back here to not win a Super Bowl. He's not back here for five years of, I've got a gut. He's looking to win quickly. And he's, he's not going back to Michigan. This because, is not a leverage play. No, because remember now, and if you don't, they strengthen this whole coach's responsibility provision, the NCAA. So he's going to be charged, whether he knew it or not, with a level one violation. Yes. If there's any proof of the sign stealing. And that's why he wanted the immunity. That story uh, last week, we talked about that. He's not going back to Michigan because this is going to happen eventually. It's not a leverage play. He doesn't need the type of leverage. Bill Belichick, and I believe this. You know, I told you the other day, uh, Buffalo, he's trying to create a market for himself. He might have minions, and this is, by the way, let me pull back the curtain. There are people who Bill's agent can get a hold of him, or Bill can get a hold of him and say, hey, man, let him know I'd be a great fit up there. Now, Bill doesn't want to directly be involved in that, but there is a way to get to can you, one, can one you of put Bill's in, guys. Yes. Can you put in a good word for me What's there? that, Bill? Can you put in a good word for me there? Say it on TV. We talk about does ESPN have power when it comes to the college rankings. Is there a guy who says Rex Ryan or anybody else, Buffalo's a good fit. I'm Rex Ryan. I know that team. I watch that team. I know about that division. Now, again, I don't know if Bill's allowed to. We're going to find out at some point if Bill would be allowed to go to AFC's team. That might have been part of the I get you out. Could be. I am not going to force you to stay or trade you. You don't go to Buffalo. You just can't stay in our division. You don't go to New York. Tim Tebow is a name everybody knows. Uh, Nick Kahn, the WWE president, was on the Pat McAfee Mm. show yesterday, and he said Tim Tebow, they had some conversations, the WWE, with him about actually getting in the squared circle. Give it a listen. Paul had called me, and this is when Tim Tebow it's had just Levesque, gotten cut by the Patriots. Oh. Paul called me, he said, hey, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Paul Levesque. I said, w- w- what's going on? He said, hey, what do you think of Tim Tebow against the big show at whatever that WrestleMania was after the Patriots run? Oh. I said, what do you, what do you think of 
He offered some financial terms. I called Tim at the time. What do you think? Tim and I had then a top secret private meeting. Tim Tebow, myself, Vince McMahon, Triple H in Anaheim, California about that. Ultimately, it didn't happen. Ah! I don't know why he made that noise. Yeah, if I... it would have happened, we would have seen sure. it. I'm so it shocked it didn't happen. It would have been WrestleMania 30. Now, oh. do you make him a heel, Tim how did Tebow? It, how did it fall apart? What do you think? If that story continues... I just think Tebow said, look, I, I can't. I think... Here, here's my guess. Go ahead. I can't remember because he went back and forth between face and heel so many times. Okay. Uh, big show. But I think they would have probably pitched a heel angle like right. Kurt Angle. Yes. Coming in as your Olympic yes. ch- champion, your Olympic hero. And he got booed. And I don't know if Tebow wanted to get booed. So would you change it up and say, all right, Tim, you get to be the good guy? Do you think he would have done it? I, I wonder why he didn't do it. I think it, it would have been better. It would have been better if he was the heel. To okay. me. But, but again, maybe he doesn't want to do that. I don't see him being able to pull that off, though. I don't think he has that in him. He doesn't have the mic skills. He, and I watch him on TV. All he's got to be is himself. I mean. Just be good looking? Yeah. You show up like Smug, that. arrogant. Yeah. I'm going to pray for all of you. Can I ask, do you think you know, he, I mean, works. Adam, take your the, the audience dictates who the heel is, I agree. Right? If you come out, I'm going to pray for all you yeah. filthy animals. Ooh. That will come off as a heel. Pray for me. But Ooh. I don't see him doing that angle. Hold on. I'm going to pray for you filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pray for you, and I've, I've looked around this room, and I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to stick I'm on not saying there's anything wrong with praying. I'm saying that's how you, you're, you're above the yeah. audience, and you insult the right. audience in the world of wrestling, and they're going to boo you. You know, or how about you say this? I was going to come out here and pray for you. Then I took a good looking around. God doesn't care about any of you. <laughs> no praying's going to save Adam, any of you. Did you say smug and arrogant? Shout out to Jesus. Yes. Do you really believe that? Yes. Okay. Does he have kind of a right to be? At the college level, I guess. No. So. Now in his life, does when he have he's a... playing with murderers and, and, and criminals? You asked he's him. He's very good. You asked him. Is he good? This is on, your fault. Is he good in the Heisman House commercials? He is good enough. No, he's good enough. Okay. Lost a lot of respect for him after the uh, Florida documentary thing on Netflix. So phony. Jeez. Again, you asked. It really is tough to be a good guy. That's why him just going in there as himself, I think, would have worked. So we just taught some college stuff and great. You know how amazing the NFL coaching carousel, big games coming up, 50 million viewers, Taylor Swift, Brock Purdy, here come the Lions. The NFL has taken over in terms of, I tell you all the time, I like college better than the NFL. For the last couple of weeks, this is the NFL at its best. Indeed, and we'll talk more NFL a little bit later on. You're going to go beyond the goatee, yeah. a surgically repaired version no. of beyond the goatee when we come back. Is I, there anything you can tease the folks with? I pulled these clips when I was so high this morning. I don't know what we're about to play. No, I do know. I think I told this to Adam. I think I, think I did this with you in mind. I think I'm getting a chance to shine. It's kind of a tribute to me. I have like a patch in my back that well, I think you is... must be really high. Yeah. You said you like me to start the show I know. and you're going to base me on the goatee around me. I hope you stay on this stuff. I got a patch in my back that I think is kicking stuff in. I got, you see this thing on my wrist? Like it looks yeah. like, you know what it looks like? It looks like I went to a club last night mm-hmm. or it was, I cut the one that had my name on it and everything off. Right. But I'm not allowed to because this is some sort of sensor thing. I don't know what it is. And then you're huffing. Yeah, it's time to huff. And then I'm huffing. You're right. My wife, my wife probably is going to text you and ask, did he huff? I'll say yes. How many times has he been huffing? Yes, indeed. Every break he is huffing. Thanks. So we'll go beyond the goatee when we come back. Chipper Jones, the Hall of Famer at 120. Domino and Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. 
As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on earth, risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair, the ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org hero. Walking free. That's Chris Domino. I got a after back surgery yesterday. He promised he would be back less than 24 hours later. Here he is, huffing in studio to get that anesthesia out of his lungs. But here, nevertheless, it's the fan 680 and 93.7 FM. Chuck and turn off driving you home after us. Like I said, but mm, 110 years combined sports talk experience in this city. These two shows, us and then Chuck and turn off later this afternoon. Is there a chance, if you don't lie, if we have enough experience, can we get back all the way to uh, Kitty Hawk? We might, if you if you did, we're really close. I think we're Kitty Hawkish. We can get back to the early 1900s. Is that 1907? Why do I, ni- 1914, 1907? So we would be back to, what, 1914? So, I don't uh, know, uh, Yeah, give about. or take, you know, eight or ten years. Yeah, yeah. Kitty hey, Hawk. it's the Wright Brothers. 1903, so we might not make it. We missed by a little bit. Well, we could talk we're, about it. We're World War One-ish. Yeah. We were right in the heart of World War One. We wouldn't have called it World War One because no. we didn't know that right. there was going to be a World well, War II. Well, it wasn't II. supposed to be. It was just a great war. Yeah, it was supposed to be the one that... Or just end a war. All, end all wars. Yeah. It didn't work. Although, you, if back then you were very good at speaking things into existence like you are now, maybe I you would have said this is going to be only the First World War. Hey, you see that treaty? That's really nice. You know what's going to happen? A guy who doesn't get into art school. Watch what happens. Next kids. thing you know, we're going to get involved. They're going to sabotage us in Hawaii. Maybe that would have happened. Well, I, I would, I I would have been. Listen, I, if I would have, if I was able to be that specific, I might have said this. If there was our format back at the end of World War One, I, I was like, you people think that's going to be the end? I gave it twenty-five years. That's what I would have said. And you would have been right, unfortunately. Um, losing his mind last night after another loss, relatively speaking was Damon Stoudemire. I mean, he, he's a patient guy, but he said, now, this is about the fifth time I've come up here, and it's yeah. the same thing. At some point, you got to get tired of it. They go into a funk, and they drop a game that maybe they were in the running to win, but because of the poor shot selection down the stretch, not taking care of the ball. He said, we got to figure it out. We've got to find a way to figure this out because he's getting tired of it. I think they want to shoot threes, but poor shot selection is look at your percentage and look at when you're taking them. Is it too quick? Are you being forced to take them late because the defense, you know, didn't didn't allow you? You didn't find a way to get an easier basket. I, I've seen them a couple of times, and I've watched them on TV a few times. They're not overly talented. I mean, they're not. They're not overly talented. When a coach gets frustrated, he believes what he sees in practice is better than what's going on in the game. Yeah, why does it have to be big picture when if you just execute the game plan, yeah. it can be today, not oh, the big picture. Oh, boy. Do what I'm asking you to do, what we're doing in practice. Um, yeah, it seems like he has had enough. It, it seems like they're not 
taking what they're doing in practice and bringing it to game day. And look, that's that's playing personality. That's basketball IQ sometimes. And we say this all the time at the Combine. It's shorts and T-shirts. I've seen practices. They're not that hard. You know, there are times when you get a little bit, you know, now boys were going to go after it. But it's not that hard. I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, me too. I mean, unlike trying to, you know, blow smoke right. up the media's, you know what. We're like so close. Kastner used to do. And then it was and then it, and it wouldn't end. Because everybody sees it with their own eyes. Hey, remember, you can see the Bahamas with your own eyes and Jamaica with your own eyes, courtesy of the locker room. Uh, starting next Monday, they're giving you a chance. Five lucky listeners, in fact, go to Sandals, Duns, River Falls in Jamaica. So be listening next week, and maybe you can have your very own version you know of what I would do? Kokomo. If I would throw myself this? in the ocean and just right. keep going That's if it. the song was on. That's exactly what I would do. What kind of a person says, aha, we got a number one without Brian Wilson? You know, the Beach Boys were known for their positivity. That was me. Oh, Mike Love did that. Yeah. Oh, well, you're asking me for sure. I'm douche. talking about paradise, though. Yeah. Douche. And uh, you can escape. Paranoid douche. Ocho Rios, Jamaica, is where Sandals Duns River is. And five qualifiers starting Monday, courtesy of the locker room. Chipper Jones going to join us, the Hall of Famer, on the anniversary of him becoming a Hall of Famer back in 2018. He'll join us at 120. Domino's mind is a vast wasteland of stuff. This has wildly exceeded my expectations <laughs> of stupidity. It's time to go beyond the goatee. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Georgia. Visit PellaGA.com for 10% off your entire project. No payments, no interest for 12 months. PellaGA.com. There's a little bit of a theme here, and I'll get to it in a second. Um, remember the other day I said, Prince, uh, here it comes, 156 million, you're going to fight for it. Michael Jackson. Adam, you saw the MJ live tour, right? Didn't you see the show? Yes, the Broadway production okay, here. Guess what's Fox. happening now? The state is threatening them. Why are you doing this? How much do we get out of it? It's already on tour, and they're fighting about it because I guess it's working, and somebody's making money. Now the estate is wanting to go after them. Well, Bubbles wants his cut. And nobody can just do what, you know, nobody's allowed to just do a thing. Everybody's got to get involved. Here come the lawyers. We're going to do some movie stuff in a second. But do you know what happened at the Grand Old Opry? Who is America's sweetheart? What do I keep Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. What can't you do? You can't mess with anything, Dolly. Someone did. Yeah. Listen. Don't tell Dolly. <laughs> I swear to God, if you guys tell Dolly. Hi, my name is LK. Your bought tickets for this. You ain't getting your money back. I don't celebrate a birthday in one way or two. She's hammered at the Grand Old Opry. She's supposed to be singing a Dolly Parton song in tribute. She asks if you people have paid money for this. She introduced you herself a with a southern, curse. mock southern accent. Right. I don't think she has a southern she accent. Doesn't. She doesn't. That's Rob Schneider's daughter. Yes, it is. Talented. X's and O's. But she's talented. I've seen, I saw on the um, live, with da- live at Daryl's house. She's extremely talented. She apologized. She knew that you can't do that to Dolly. It, like, of all people, if you want Casey Musgraves, oh, I'm hammered. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? She's asking people at the Grand Ole Opry to accept the idea that she's not getting through Oh, that being Park. said, I don't think that's the first person that's been on stage at the Grand Ole Opry hammered. No, no, no. But, but you can't. The circumstances surrounding right, it right. is Listen, what the story is. My guess is punches have been thrown on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. How many Bottles times do you think been George Jones went right. on that stage hammered? Yeah, but he's George Jones. He's earned the right. You, you're sort of an outsider yeah. on top of everything Ooh, else. White lightning. 
She apologized. She realized she shouldn't have done it. I'm telling you this. I don't think she's ever invited back. I don't know if she ever would be, but she she ain't going so back whatever, to the Grand Ole Opry. If there is a list, whatever that yeah. list is comprised of, she's on that list, El King. Yeah. I don't think she's the first or last, but she's definitely on the list. All right. Um, I just wanted to tell you, Zach Efron, the fact that he wasn't nominated for an Academy Award, I'm not giving anything away. He is so subtly good. Body trans. He checked all the boxes in the Iron Claw. Part of it is the movie's not widespread. It's not out there. There are people who maybe aren't interested in the story. Whatever. I'm telling you as an actor, this guy, if you want to tell me there were five performances better than his, I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. Lily James, who's in the movie and plays his girlfriend wife, is so subtly good in this movie, she should have been nominated. But Efron was absolutely screwed. I think what you have to do is play an obese guy that cries to win an Academy Award. That's what you have to be. Yeah. That's why I pay no attention to the Oscars. I'm going to tell you that this. Austin Butler that's funny. didn't okay. win the Academy Award, and I know I've said it a billion times, but I'll say it again because I've got the bully pulpit. I'm done. And I think uh, a lot of America is done watching the Oscars. I will say this. It, thank you for bringing up the whale. Zach Efron is not only better, he's a lot better. There was more to do. There was more he was responsible for. I got the body transformation. That was, uh, what do they call them, fat suits. This yeah, guy CGI, did the, too. This guy did the body transformation and then took the bumps and the hits. I saw the whale just, just so I could say I saw it. Okay. I could have done what Brendan Fraser did uh, in that movie. I'm not going to say that you couldn't. You fat piece of shit. That was how they... Sit there and cry and just sit there and cry. Stephen A. Smith, I don't know if you know... Stand up a couple of times. He's gotten into the review world. He reviews movies. His review of The Whale, I think, was this. You fat piece of shit. Yeah. I think that's how he reviewed it. Stephen A. Smith says... (laughs) All right. He ain't beyond set. I think I'm done, so now I can get to the part where I'm going to let you roll, okay? All right. right. I'll try my best. Um, You know about this guy? Eminem? Yeah. Look. Big Lions fan. I know that. Huge Lions fan. He's caught in the box. I kind of like when I believe it with celebrities. One opportunity. I believe it. I've seen celebrities. You've seen celebrities. Oh, I'm on board. He really gets some airtime. Yeah, yeah, he's really a fan of the Detroit team. Yeah. And he was, I thought he was good enough to be nominated for an Academy Award. Speaking of, I thought he was How great far back do you think he can go and mentioning Lions starting quarterback? Well, did you see what he told Dan Campbell? He said, I'm here for you, man. Yeah, I think I think legitimately yeah. he could. I do think he can name the 39 that have been Eric unsuccessful in the, last, in the last 15 years. Yeah. They probably had 39 quarterbacks in the last 15 years. I love when celebrities are like real fans. The movie, did he win an Oscar for this song? I believe for the song. Okay, but, but he was, was not nominated as an actor. His acting really good. performance, I agree. It's not, people will say, well, he played himself. It's not easy to play yourself. No. Oh, my God. I thought Stern was great as himself in private parts. So now we're going to get into it. So this is not Sam Cooke, but what do you think of this? I'll tell you why I'm doing it. In a second. You got it, you got it. Sounds so good. So I've got a list of people who are nominated for playing musicians or musical artists. This is Leslie Odom Jr. He's great. This is One Night in Miami. Did you see it? Uh, I did not. It's it's Muhammad Ali, it's Jim Brown, it's Sam Cooke, and it's um um, Malcolm X. It's it's really it's it's not high pay fast paced. 
but they talk about all their stories. That's a guy who was nominated for an Academy Award Best Supporting Actor playing Sam Cooke. Do you do a Sam Cooke? No. You don't I do a Sam I would never, Cook? never disrespect Interesting. the legacy of Sam Cooke. All right, but what about this? Both nominated for an Academy Award. And one went, uh, yeah, one winner. You've done the Johnny Cash. Uh, Johnny Cash. <laughs> that cocaine bee. Reese Witherspoon and Joaquin Phoenix both were nominated. Reese Witherspoon won for an Academy Award. This is too, they're really singing. It's good. Yeah. It's like George and Tammy. Those two were really singing. What do you think of Johnny Cash, honestly? What do I think of Johnny Cash? Um, I, I like a few of his songs. Yeah. I, I was never... Deep you know, diving is not for you. No. Me neither. I agree. No. I don't... Yeah, Walk the Line is a great song. Tremendous. A little bit overrated, oh, in my Joe. opinion. Okay. Boy Named Sue, that's a little bit silly. Okay. But two Academy Award nominations for playing musical artists. Not an easy thing. I know you do. Now, do you want to do a Johnny? Let's take that down. I no, I no, no, no. Hold on. Ask me to do the next piece in BTG as Johnny. Uh, do the next piece in BTG as Johnny. No, you do Johnny. Do Johnny Cash. You want me to do you no, doing no, no. Johnny Cash? I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Okay, that's fine. That's good. But that train keeps rolling. That's good. You want to do Reese Witherspoon? You want to, and you don't like her very much. No, I didn't send that I don't like her. Oh. I don't think much of her. Oh, okay. I mean, like, I don't, you know, she doesn't enter my mind. Yeah. It's like uh, Anna Kendrick. It's not, it's yeah, not it's for just, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's not for you. This is my, not my thing, and I'm sure she would look at me and say the same thing. Now, don't tell me you don't do this. Who wants to hear the trolley song? Well. Nominated for an Academy Award. Ray Zellweger. As Judy Garland. Yeah. Clank, clank, clank <laughs> goes the trolley. So it's Liza, yeah. just a little bit higher. Right, same thing. It's yeah. just a little bit more zooted. Yeah. Oh, I know I've got my checkbook somewhere here. You can't just put us out in the street. I'm Judy Garland. Somewhere. She starts performing in the lobby. No Over the rainbow. Well, she needed the room. She had two kids with her. What a sad life, man. And it had talent. Yeah. How about Renee Zellweger? I think she won for this. Yeah, this was one of my COVID movies when we were staying right. home that I watched. Yeah, she won. Renee Zellweger is Julie. This is 2000. Came out in 19. You watched it. Forget your troubles. Come on, get happy. Chase all your cares away. And she Sing hallelujah. Come on, get happy. I said get happy. I don't get angry about it, Judy. <laughs> I told you to laugh. <laughs> That's yelling at the audience. Oh, she was like, is she going to show up for you're the show? You're not smiling. You're affecting my performance. Can you imagine you're the guy who owns the club? She had imagine to come the back guy married to her. Guy? Laurel, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Laurel. why. I got I to gotta get out of here. Renee Zellweger had a really good acceptance speech, too, talking about Judy Garland. So that's another one. And I know that... Uh, you, your favorite, who's who's your favorite actor? You think he's very underrated? Billy Bob Thornton. Now who's the other one? You tell Let me all the time. Cap. Nope. Lawrence Fishburne. Oh yeah. Academy Award winner. Playing Tina Turner. And Lawrence Fishburne was nominated as well. He should have been. Eat the cake, anime. What ha I forgot about the limo scene. I watched oh that again God. this morning. Like I think I I, I blacked it out of my. That's system. what I'm saying. I, I'm not. I'm not. When I when I say he's better than Denzel, I'm not being disrespectful. I know to Denzel. I just think a guy like Lawrence Fishburne has more range. A lot more range.
That that limo scene like is... Denzel's like Tom Cruise. He's a star. Okay, All this right. guy's an actor. He and he. I don't know where he went to in his mind to get there. From Morpheus to Cowboy uh, Curtis, it's the guy was in Pee Wee, right? Pee Wee Herman, yeah. and then he Academy Award nominee for this. But and he's, they great, he's great on Blackish as the father. He just he always just shows up. He's just there in the room. Do you think that there was a- Angela Bassett said we've got to we've got to really go for this because boy when she fights back in that limo mm-hmm. she's going for it. Yeah, I think she's really hitting them. Yeah, both were nominated for an Academy Award. Incredible, incredible acting in that movie. And I know you like him. All right, last one, and I know you do this guy. What about me? Uh, not with those teeth, mate. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Oh, Freddie Mercury. I got a feeling I he's auditioning. Yeah, that's when he's uh, out in the back right. after they did their gig. Yeah. Doing all right. They were looking for a new lead singer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was born with four additional incisors. Yep, there you more go. Space in my mouth means more range. I'll consider your offer. Four incisors. Academy Award winner for playing Freddie Mercury. More space means more range. I'll consider your offer. Do you know how many people? It's 34 people have been good nominated. Deeds, good work. What's that? Good w- deeds, good work, Dad. Yeah, if you saw the movie, you know I, what I'm I doing. Know. If you, you don't, the, you don't. You I told you, I went to the movie. Award. I went to the... Uh, the studio movie grill to see that, and yeah. we were in there, and there was, you know, the one scene where the guy tries to, you know, hit on the yeah. Freddie Mercury yeah. character, and a guy sitting behind me went, what the hell? He didn't know? I said, sir, what? He didn't I didn't know? say it, but I was thinking it. What What, what did you think you were seeing what here? Movie you, you, don't, you don't know the history of Freddie Mercury? Like, what did you think you were walking into here? So your point was he was upset about it. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, doing, doing the same thing in that Elton John movie. What's going on here? Again, know what you're walking into. Well, that would be like that'd be like going to walk the line and finding out that Johnny drank. Yeah. What? What's, this, what's with this drinking and pill table? <laughs> Thirty-four people now, including um, Bradley Cooper, who just got nominated for Leonard Bernstein. I also want to tell you it's the 40th anniversary of Sundance. Sundance film. Robert Redford started it. 40th anniversary. Can I give you a couple of numbers? Do you know who made their appearance first time ever? Reservoir Dogs, 1992. It put him on the map. He went to Sundance with that movie. And everybody's like, this is really something different. And Quentin Tarantino gets on the map at Sundance. Do you remember the movie? You, you didn't so see- Harvey Keitel, I found out, yeah. he's, it's a high, he's supposedly in a high stakes craps game in a hotel. So if you watch, uh-huh. there's kids there too. That's uh-huh. the only reason I, okay. I don't understand how it's, unless the craps game is coming to a close, it's early in the morning. And then the kids have been staying in the hotel and they come in the room as everything is wrapping up. When they call the wolf. Real quick, let me go back. Do you do a Desi Arnaz? Uh, Not really. Javier Bardem was nominated for that I Love Lucy-ish movie. I wasn't sure if you did a... If you did a Desi or not. No, I, I do the Javier Bardem character in No Country for Old Men. Well, why not? Go ahead. Call it, friendo. What business is, is it of yours? That's your lucky quarter. Don't put it in your pocket. It'll just become another quarter, which it is. The problem is I'm going to tell you something today. And I'm on drugs, and I you shouldn't take this. I think a little Sean Connery yeah. blood in there. I'm yeah, well, really it sure. always does, yeah. A little Sean Connery blood in there. But you know what else? So you didn't see the movie Coda. I could come back after your clothes. <laughs> Why would you come back after I close? You don't like small independent movies. Well. You don't. Just be honest. They're not for me for the yeah. most part. There's always exceptions. Has anybody in here seen Coda? Coda won Best Picture a couple of years ago. It appeared at Sundance, and they sold it for $25 million. It's the biggest sale of the festival to date. 
It's the one where the girl is, she's got deaf parents. Mm -hmm. The guy who played the father won an Academy Award. And it's a really interesting movie. It's a really, really good small independent movie. But it played at Sundance. You know what else played at Sundance? Blair Witch Project. Sold for $1.1 million. How much did it gross worldwide? Over um, $200 million. Terrible movie. I know. I don't. Dreadful. Terrible. Bought for $1.1 million in 1995. For me, they it was, made over $200 million in, in, yeah. uh, in tickets. It was Maybe it was like The Hangover for me because I saw The Hangover after everything. Yeah. And it was okay. Okay. But it didn't live up to the expectations. I sat there. The, the theater was so crowded that oh. my wife at the time sat in a seat and I sat on the floor next to her on the aisle. That's not even possible. And I watched... Well, what kind of... What were you in? What, that's was, not a movie uh, it was, theater. It was right over at the Galleria. Somebody must have snuck in. Right across the way at the Galleria. I, I know. I remember sitting on the What's floor the watching What's the quality control thing. on ticket sales? I, I, I don't know. Apparently, they packed everybody in. You sat on a floor? Yeah. So maybe that's why I hate the movie to this day, hey, too. You got My problems. accommodations weren't all that great. All right. Let's guy work. standing in the corner at the end. Somebody gets hit with a camera. <laughs> what the hell is this? I don't know. Um, nonsense. I'm going to give you an opportunity. Do you do a Jamie Foxx? <laughs> Not really, no. I'm going to go through. Okay. Uh, Meryl Streep? No. Jeffrey Rush? Uh, nah. No? Uh, Jeffrey Rush would be English, right? <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, do you, do, you do F. Murray Abraham a little bit, right? Mm, a little bit. Good. He was nominated in Amadeus. Mm. I do him more, though, in Scarface. That's fine. I could get the Colombian. Why don't you get the Colombians then? Look. <laughs> We don't have no authority. Nobody got no authority to negotiate. All right. Gary Busey, as Buddy Holly or anything else, do you do a Gary Busey? Gary Busey. He was nominated for the Buddy Holly uh, mm -hmm. story. Do you smoke? Again, I can do other movies. By Mr. the way, Joshua. I could do Do You Smoke. That, he didn't even say that, incidentally. That was no, the that's other the other guy, guy. that said that. Uh, Soap opera actor. Do you do Diana Ross? <laughs> she really. got nominated as Billy Holiday. Ladies I'm being overwhelmed. Barbara Streisand requests. Barbara Streisand. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm. Tr uh, this is your day. Uh huh. Do you do Barbara? Uh, not Babs? really. How about Neil Diamond? Okay, go ahead. It's close enough. I will, but until I can find love on the rocks, I'll just do a medley of yeah, the songs. Yeah. Ain't no big surprise. Uh, and last one, uh, I'll just go. Do you do James Cagney? No. He was nominated Ooh, for Yankee. Right. Yeah, there it is. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Go ahead, do one more time. What do you see? What do you hear? Again, that sounds like something else as well. These were people all nominated playing musical, live, real-life people. There it is. We're done. All right, thank you. Neil Diamond was the worst, and I know this is a horrible movie you're going to tell yeah, me. Yeah. He was the worst part of this movie. He couldn't act at all. No, he's not an actor. What are you doing, Pop? You're tearing your clothes. I'm your son, Pop. I don't want to be a canter. It was just announced today that his uh, musical will be coming to Atlanta later this oh, year. The so Beautiful Noise. What do they call those? The jukebox. Uh, what do they call Jukebox shows? If you go to Broadway, isn't that what they're called now? Like Alanis Morissette had a jukebox show. Uh, Jersey Boys was a jukebox. I think it's then called at, jukebox. At the end, the father saw him performing the song. Oh, and he just became a fan. That's my son. Well, listen, Olivier was taking it. He was taking the money. He played the father. Good Lord. How about Lucy Arnaz? Was she supposed to be a bigger star? Uh, Did that movie make money? Maybe people didn't see it the way they, we they thought. They had to change directors because Neil Diamond. Right. This guy said, I can't work I with can't this work guy. With he can't act. And then he, they brought in another director who said, Neil, let's try it this way. Here's what the first director said. Like today, yeah, storm. Here's what the first director said. He's playing himself and he's terrible at it. <laughs> Again, goes back to the point I made earlier in the segment. It's not easy to play yourself. Jim Harbaugh is comfortable being himself, and it looks like Jim Harbaugh has a little something set up with the Falcons. When? We'll tell you next.
on Domino and Cellini. It's the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Freedom's light burning warm. Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship, and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on earth, risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair, the ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org hero. He promised he would be back a day after back surgery, and he is. It's a miracle, I tell you. 1248 Domino. Jolini, the fan, 680 to 93.7 FM. Here on a Wednesday afternoon, the Braves Clubhouse. Me, I'm free. We'll come your way with a free Kevin McAlpin and company at 2 o'clock with yeah. spring training right around the corner. Somebody asked me because, again, I'm going to have good days, bad days, no doubt about it. I'm a little bit, I'm, I've said it, I'm a little bit high today. I'll be high for a few days. I don't think I'm hurting anybody. I'm not driving. I'm not driving for the next five. We had back surgery less than 24 hours ago. Yeah. And it, like I got a like a scar. They went in through muscle, through this right in the spine area. My leg feels incredibly good. It's going to be good days, bad days. Am I allowed to mention my doctor's name? Um, yeah, I mean, it's not like it was a freebie. Yeah, yeah, right. He's I got in radio it's, payola, it's not Dr. Free. Payola. Believe me, I saw the surgery. I saw him. Um, well, like for free, and I'll give you mention on here. Yeah. Yeah. How about this? I'll do the surgery that could save your leg, and all you got to do is mention me on the air. No, if you're undergoing uh, Somebody a similar me. surgery or thinking about a similar surgery and you're looking for references, here's a reference Dr. for you. Dr. Keva Kajavi. He'll, uh, he'll shoot you straight. He's conservative. If he tells you you need surgery, you need surgery. He's conservative in, a, in the best way possible. And, and when you trust somebody to go, where are the two places you better trust somebody a lot? Um, that whole nether region. And your Three back. places. I'm going to give you your brain. Yeah, that too. Yeah. You got but, somebody going into your skull. <clears throat> you got somebody going into your back. It's not really that, but it's slice. I got to tell you, if my back or my nether region, they don't work, you might as well take my brain as well. Yeah. So do you understand, like... Might as well. Do you understand there's nerves that actually run around the, uh, the junk area? Yeah. And you want to make sure that your back is good. People think, oh, it's just my junk. No, you got to make sure your back is good because you could have nerves that run to your junk. A lot of things are connected there. Yes. The back and the junk. So I would, I would just like to say thank you. And to all the people over at Northside, fantastic. Not one bad moment. Nobody's yelling. Nobody's screaming. Nobody's saying, oh, my God, we put the wrong stuff in you. None of that. <laughs> How about that? I, I would hope doesn't happen at that any anesthesia. Hospital. Dr. Sweeney, thank you. Whatever. The last it is. thing I heard was, "Oh no!" <laughs> I'd like to. And take, I went under. Would it have been wrong if I asked to take some of that stuff home? I slept like a baby under that anesthesia. I don't know what happened. Hey, you're Michael Jackson then at that point. Yeah, you're right. I'm not equipped. 
I'm not qualified to bring What is that, that propofol? How much that cost? <laughs> I don't want any. So you heard Derek Thomas talk about it during his update. He's been talking to the Chargers out in L.A., and they're within striking distance. That's what we heard. Now, apparently Jim Harbaugh is going to today have a second interview with the Falcons. As so this nice. thing just keeps dragging itself out, Chris Mortensen was on with Buck Ballou today, and he said it. He had heard that Jim Harbaugh was very interested in this job. Well, lo and behold, he's coming back for a second interview. Because it's a good job. He's been in the NFL before, and he knows what the relationship with a, a general manager is supposed to be. I don't, look, here's what I believe. If Jim Harbaugh comes, I don't think Rich McKay has to get a new position. I think there's going to be an understanding. I told you with Bill Belichick, there will be no ambiguity. The, everything is going to be laid out. It's not going to be, we'll figure it out as we go along. Not going to happen. Because Bill Belichick will run roughshod over you. I don't care how many years you've been doing this. I don't care that your dad coached. Hey, both of our dads coached. The rules committee stuff, I don't know if that's true. Do you think some of the rules committee stuff, deflategate and suspension, do you think any of that is in Bill Belichick's mind when he sees Rich McKay? Mm, I, I would say no because he's not going to have anything to do with Rich McKay. Here's, Maybe that's the reason he doesn't want anything to do or part of the reason why he doesn't want anything to do with Rich McKay. Can I tell you why I don't think he wants anything to do with Rich McKay? And this is not a knock at anybody. I'm telling you what I think. He doesn't think Rich McKay can help him. So Bill Belichick is in the world now at 72 years old. I'm going to be me. I'm going to bring my guys in. You're not one of my guys. So I don't see you as being a help me. You can't help me. Meeting, you want to you want what it report to you. What are you going to give me? And that's not a shot. I'm just telling you, Bill Belichick is 72. He is set in his ways. Somebody needed to say no to him maybe a few years ago. Here's what I believe about Harbaugh. I believe Harbaugh wants control, whether it's J.J. McCarthy or anything else. You say yes to that. If you want the guy, and he's been in the NFL and gone to Super Bowls, if he thinks J.J. McCarthy is good enough, then you, if you want him, you draft J.J. McCarthy. Nobody over there is going to convince him that J.J. McCarthy isn't a one. So I don't even know if that's true. You said this about J.J. McCarthy, and I, if you listen to Mort, I think he agrees with your assessment. Like I said, he was on with Buck Ballou this morning, and he said this about Jim Harbaugh and the Falcons. I checked before I came on air, and I'm telling you, Jim Harbaugh is still very interested in Atlanta despite the reports that he's on the verge of San Diego. When you consider that Atlanta, I think, wants a young quarterback in the first round to develop, Harbaugh would make a lot of sense. But it surprised me on Atlanta in terms of his interest in them, and I think it's because he loves J.J. McCarthy. You know, I'll give you another reason why. roll of the dice, I mean. But again, I... I, But everything is a hashtag crapshoot, as we know. the, The dots where he wants Herbert. Well, I don't know about that. The dots are Bill Belichick is coming here. Well, there's stuff. There's things that go on with this stuff. Do you know the other reason I think he would like McCarthy or a young quarterback? You don't pay young quarterbacks. When's Justin Herbert's deal kick in? As soon as next year? Yeah, it's it's a solid whatever. I, th- I think it might be next year. Whatever the deal is, it's a solid deal that's going to be there for a while that right. you can't get out of. And, and it's not even get out of. It's the what you start to pay him. But you're stuck with him. If it doesn't he's, work out, I think he's. Uh, listen, listen. Think, you got a Jalen Hurts. They're already talking about what it's going to cost the Eagles, what they're going to have to eat or try to get somebody to take if they want to trade Jalen Hurts because it didn't work out this past year. My point is, they think he might be. Beat this up thing in the head. can turn overnight. Absolutely. And and when you have a young guy, guess what you're not doing? Who did he bring to the Super Bowl? What was Kaepernick making? What was Russell Wilson making? I think guys think that they can get these. Look, I got talent around him. I don't have to pay the quarterback for. Well, a I think Arthur Smith thought that last year. But he had the wrong guy. That's why, again, it's a crapshoot. The best formula in the NFL. The more NFL. I think about it, the more I think Arthur does owe you an apology. It's not a crapshoot. 
They're interviewing a lot of guys, man. It's a crapshoot. Wow. Maybe that's why they're interviewing a lot of guys. You got inside Arthur's head that afternoon. How many guys? Know. How many guys will it look like it's not? No, I don't think I, I don't know. The point is, Jim Hallball might be able to say, there's enough there. I need a guy that I'm comfortable with. I know what his limitations are. He's not going to tell you he's a world beater, but he knows his limitations. I can run my system with yes. this guy. This guy understands my you know system, system, and I'm is? telling you it's going to work at this Nick, level. Go look at the I running know. backs. Look at, look at the running backs. You want to make Jim Harbaugh happy? I got two Blake Corms. Two. That's why it's a fit. He can get a young quarterback, not pay him a lot. What do we need? I got cap room. I'm not spending it on a quarterback. I'm not bringing in Kirk Cousins at $35 million. Justin Herbert over there. Now, I, I'm not telling you he wouldn't want Kirk Cousins. Maybe he does. Do you want McCarthy and have him sit for a year? Maybe. But Cousins doesn't want a one-year deal. Now, I know he said, oh, no, really, he doesn't want a one-year deal. He's in 35-year-olds well, he don't usually when, get to. And if Belichick comes here and he signs here, he, he's going to get more than a one-year deal. Yes. He'll, he'll get the, let's say Belichick signs a three-year deal. He's going to get three years, right? Yeah. It'll well, coincide with Belichick's deal. So that doesn't fit with get Kirk Cousins if you're Jim Harbaugh. Have J.J. McCarthy sit for a couple of years. I don't think that's necessarily the thing. I think the formula for him is, let me get a quarterback in here young. I mold him. We don't pay him a lot of money. I can go spend money. What do I need? I need a linebacker. What do I need? Rush end. We have money? Yeah. Because we're not paying 35 or 40. I heard $40 million for Kirk Cousins. Is that no, real? I, I can't do that. I can't. But... All it takes is one. Now, you brought up some other concerns. So aside from quarterback, this is the Falcons' greatest concern. We'll tell you what it is definitively, without question, when we come back. Chipper Jones at 120, the Hall of Famer, on the anniversary of his induction. That happened back in 2018. So an action-packed 1 o'clock hour, guaranteed, or Domino will give you the stuff he's huffing on as he recovers from back surgery. Domino and Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Have you thought about securing your hard-earned assets? Do you have concerns about the future? Protecting assets is crucial, and that's where Nelson Elder Care Law excels. As a family-owned and family-focused firm, we provide absolute assurance and peace of mind through our trademarked Absolute Protection Trust, tailored services in estate planning, probate administration, Medicaid crisis solutions, guardianship, and conservatorship. Our goal is to exceed your expectations and empower informed decisions. Visit NelsonElderCareLaw.com for asset protection and peace of mind. Right now, American heroes are in some of the most dangerous places on earth risking their lives to protect our freedom. But there are a forgotten group of heroes here at home. They face fear, loneliness, and despair, the ever-present threat of losing a loved one. These are the brave sons and daughters of the U.S. military, and they are heroes too. American Bible Society brings the hope and comfort of God's Word to the kids that need it most. Honor a hero and donate today at AmericanBible.org hero. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And you 
use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. 